Hello, my friends. I'm so glad that you could join me today. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Goes. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Anything Goes. I hope things have been going well for you so far. I hope this podcast finds you in good spirits and in joy. And if things are difficult right now for you, I hope and pray that those things can be resolved and that you can find the peace and relief that you need. Well, today, I had been pondering a bit recently as I've been watching some things on TV and just thinking about previous episodes, and one of the things that kind of was sticking in my head was this whole idea about, like, the metaphysical. What's out there, um, if there is anything out there, what's out there beyond what we know to be normal life. And I know I touched upon some of this in a previous episode, but really what I wanted to look at is the idea of connectiveness. Uh, as, as As people, as human beings. Oftentimes we're taught uh, in cultures, in many cultures, especially here in the US, the idea of individualism. And while I do value individualism, and I think it's something that is nice for people to have uh, and to be able to exercise, uh, I believe there is something to be said about the community, tribal aspect as well, for lack of a better term. And so what really kind of stuck to my mind about that was the idea of, um, like with, for example, twins. There's accounts about twins being in different parts of the world and being able to sense what's going on with their other, uh, their other twin, their other sibling, and how that works. Or, or the fact that you don't even have to be twins. You can be uh, related to someone or a friend with someone and you just have this strong feeling of something going on with them that you need to check on or, or whatever. What is it that conveys that? Is there a spiritual realm? Is there some sort of ethereal plane by which we exist at the same time that we exist on this very physical plane? And how is it that we're able to communicate things and sense things without using our traditional senses? Well, one of the ideas I think that perhaps might give some understanding to that in a scientific way is looking at some of the concepts within quantum mechanics, quantum physics. And in particular, the thing I'm, I'm focusing on is the idea of quantum entanglement. Um, now, you may or may not be familiar with that concept. If you are, um, 
First of all, if you're an expert in it, please forgive my ignorance. I am no expert in it. I am merely going off of what I have read and seen. That said, the concept of quantum entanglement is that you could have two uh, particles, two quanta, I think, I don't know, something of that nature, at whatever distance apart that they, you want them to be, galaxies apart, whatever, different sides of the universe. The theory is that whatever you do to that one pair, to one of those pair, the other will instantaneously respond to as well. This is kind of where the idea has been coming from, where people have been trying to develop quantum computing. The concept of being able to use um, very, very small uh, particles and to introduce a stimulation to them so that its pair, however that exists, I don't know how that gets created or what, will respond to it pretty much instantaneously. And if the idea of all matter being neither created nor destroyed, only changing state, is true, then is it possible that since we are all made of the same materials and comprised in general of the same things, the same elements, if you will, is it possible that we share a molecular pairing of sort because of that? Is it possible that we could be, in a quantum physics way of speaking of it, is it possible that we may be entangled with each other? And not in a weird way, but more of a scientific theoretical way. Is it possible that some part of us is entangled with one another? And that perhaps some people are able to sense that those variations more than others. What if the idea of an empath was merely someone who uh, wasn't a sensitive person per se, but merely someone who was more attuned to those, for lack of a better term, fluctuations within the what I'm going to call quantum or ethereal or spiritual plane, however you want to define it. And if that's the case, is it possible that we are able to convey information to one another without having to speak a word, without having to even move our bodies? Is it possible? Because I think there are many cases that seem to indicate that this does happen. And certainly some would believe that it is possible for humanity to connect to one another in this way. In fact, as you've heard in one of my previous podcasts, this is something I did with a uh, family friend growing up, a friend of my father's. She would open a magazine or book and look upon an image. I couldn't see it. But she would tell me to just try to clear my mind and to focus and see if I could receive what she was looking at. She would try to convey it by thinking about it and seeing if I could see it. And so I would have to try and describe what I believed I was receiving. And to my surprise, 
I would say things that I would see and she would then say, okay, is that it? I would say yes. And she would turn the book or magazine around to whatever it was she was looking at. And lo and behold, there was a whole lot of what I was seeing that was very correct. So, can we connect with one another in that way? And is there something to be said about some of these uh, world faiths that believe in this concept of the spiritual world? Certainly not meaning just like monotheistic faiths. Um, We see this in in lots of different faiths, but even in more of um, like Native American tribes and other tribal uh, people groups, we see that there was in many of them this idea that there was a spiritual world, a spiritual plane. And people believed that there was communication that went on. So while that may be iffy to us as to whether or not we can communicate to beings of another plane, um, we do see evidence of people communicating to one another without ever being around each other even. And being able to sense things without being around that person or having received any communication about what's going on. The fact that we have dreams at times that can speak about things we've never seen, but in short order, they occur. Premonitions, as we like to call them, or uh, predictions, or visions, or prophecies, or whatever. Is there something else out there that people are connecting into? Are we connecting into our own thoughts, our own mental view of things and is this some sort of like network that's shared and this idea is interesting because it can also be where perhaps people come up with these connections of uh, like the matrix theory some that believe that we all exist within uh, essentially a higher beings advanced simulation of human life the the matrix kind of idea and so In that kind of concept, is it possible that what we're receiving from another plane, if you want to follow this whole matrix theory, right, is it possible that we're simply receiving commands from the extra planar coders, if you will? (laughs) And is it information being passed along a network, like on a computer, to different nodes, and us being those nodes. Not saying that that is the case. Just saying they're interesting things to consider. Connectedness, I think, is something that really makes sense. And I think one of the things that's interesting about this concept is that no matter how flawed we may say things like social media may be, The fact that it exists indicates that we still seek connection. We're not very good at it at times, um, and we certainly don't know how to communicate and connect very well at times, Um, but we still try, we still keep doing it. And I think that's because there is a very innate, hardwired, if you will, uh, thing within us that tells us that we must be connected, that we need to connect. It's why we seek companionship. It's why we seek to make families. Uh, It's why we seek friendship. 
It's why we seek to gather in groups of people that perhaps agree in views that we have. It's about connection. And if that's the case, is there truth to this very 1960s free love concept that people would say, especially here in the US, considering like Woodstock and such, of like love and all you need is love and universal love and all these things, right? Is it possible that if we could tap into our connectedness and understand how deep that river flows, that perhaps we could get past these uh, issues at times, uh, it, for lack of a better way to put it, circumnavigate the uh, consciousness and connect in a subconscious way, in a more basal way to one another. I'm not saying that there aren't important issues to be addressed within humanity, so don't hear me saying that let's just forget about all the issues and just get to the base. I think the issues are important and we need to consider those, but what I'm simply proposing is the idea that could we possibly connect beyond our issues? Is it possible that if people that are twins or people who are related or whatever can have these senses about another person without even being around them and have this knowing that we can have these premonitions, these dreams, these visions, whatever, without knowing what's going on and then they come to pass. Is it possible then that we could, if we could put our pride down long enough, that we could sit with each other, forgetting the issues for a moment, and just try to really feel and connect with one another? without using words, without body language. I, I think about this performance uh, piece that um, this performance artist known as Marina Abramovich did called The Artist is Present. Now, I'm not necessarily a fan of everything she's done, but that's art, it's subjective. Um, but there was, in that performance art piece, she what she would do is she would sit within a art gallery space or whatever and one person at a time was allowed to come and sit at a chair across from her now there may have been a table there may have been just two chairs facing each other there were no words people were just welcome to come and sit and look at her and she would look right back at you for as long as you were there and if you haven't seen that performance done, I would encourage you to do so. Find a video of Marina Abramovich doing The Artist is Present. It's amazing how people will weep and laugh and feel things. Even though the artist is not expressing anything in particular, she's just there with you. And you're just there with her. That has to say something, that people can just do that. And if, if you're not sure if that's true, I would encourage you to give it a shot. Maybe just sit with your, your loved one, your family member, uh, a friend, someone who will take it serious enough to, to actually commit to trying it, and just sit with each other 
across from each other. You could probably do it even on Zoom or whatever to protect yourselves, you know, with COVID. And just sit there looking at each other. Don't say a word. Try not to do any body language. You know, don't try to make faces to make each other laugh. Just try to sit there and look upon each other and see what you feel. Take that in for a few minutes and then maybe reflect on it, write it down and then revisit with one another and say, I was feeling this and I was feeling that. What were you feeling? I suspect that you might realize that there are some feelings you might start to coincide with. You might find that that person was going on a train of thought while they were watching or looking at you and you were actually going there too. It's possible at least. We'll be right back in just a brief moment. So as we were talking about, this practice of seeing if we could actually connect with one another without using words, without using body language, I'm more and more convinced that it is possible, um, not trying to sound all hokey or new agey or whatever you want to call it if it seems bizarre to you. I don't find it to be bizarre myself. But then again, I was a person who grew up in faith, and so spirituality and the concept of some other plane of existence was not foreign to me. That said, um, I think it's worth considering. It might be interesting to explore how those connections can occur. Um, Maybe you try the uh, the picture experiment and you find some picture and have another person sit across from you. Clear your mind so that you're not wandering off in 50 different things. Which, side note, if you can learn to do that in this modern age where everyone's very quick for gratification and I need information now, I don't want to wait, and all of those kinds of things. If you can learn to just focus and clear your mind I think that alone is just a good practice for you anyways. Good for mental health to clear the mind and to focus and to meditate on things. But I digress. So you might give that a shot. See what happens if you maybe draw a picture and ask someone to see if they can figure out what it is they're seeing. See if they can see what image you might be looking at. Maybe try listening to a song and see if a song comes to their mind. I'm I'm convinced that this is like a muscle. And in that, in order for a muscle to get stronger, you have to exercise it. So I say that to say, don't be surprised if it's kind of hit or miss, um, or more misses than hits. But I think as you begin to connect to someone, and certainly I would argue the closer in connection in relationship to a person you are, um, I think the more inclined you are to perhaps being receptive to them. 
it might be interesting to see what happens. I don't know. I'll have to look at that, actually. It's got me curious now. I'll have to look and see if there were any psychological studies done in which they had people around each other. People who may have different ways of living, different lifestyles, different views, points of view on things. And all of that just gets put aside, and the idea is for them to exist around each other. And to try and connect without the traditional means of connecting all the time. To observe this and record it and see. Does this happen? Does this grow? Perhaps people who don't seem to be that connected maybe don't see that as much, but as they're around each other, perhaps that begins to increase. Certainly I've seen that in communities of faith. When people get real closely knit with each other, um, it's not unheard of for people to then begin to pray for someone and receive things about that person from the ether, from God, whatever you want to call it, about that other person about issues that may be going on in, li in their life that they don't even know if it's going on. They just, it just, they sense it. They, they get this knowledge and they don't know where it's coming from. Or they do if they're attributing it to God or something like that. I suspect it would be a, a growth that would occur in there. And if those studies haven't been done and there's any psychologists who have the ability to do such things and interest, I would certainly uh, love to hear about it. I'd love to hear from you about it and what that looks like. And if that is something you've been doing and have some good uh, documentation, I would love to have you as a guest on here to talk to the community about what you found with that. Because I'm sure I'm not the only one that finds curiosity in that and, and intrigue in that. I mean, after all, that's kind of the idea of what this community is about with Anything Goes. Is people who are curious, who like to learn, who want to understand, who want to grow and connect as a human being and as a community of human beings and as a planet of human beings. Um, I think there would be something interesting there and I'd love to hear anything about that if you are one that does that. we could keep going on and on and on about this, I think, because it is a very interesting subject matter to me. Um, but I think the last thing I'll end on is just in connection to this idea of um, other world connection, quantum entanglement of thought, perhaps, or whatever, is, you know, it kind of got me thinking about, uh, for a lot of people who are very logic-driven, and for people who maybe are not all that spiritual, or maybe they're spiritual, but not necessarily believing in some sort of God or anything like that. Um, I kind of had a thought with regard to that. And, and the thought was, you know, thinking about some of the concepts within quantum theory, um, we, we already have this idea of um, multi-dimensions, right? Um, Multi-universes. Um, and certainly I've heard this concept of what they call bubble theory. Um, and so thinking about that and thinking about quantum entanglement and even these ideas that people have about what are alien encounters, are they gods, what are they? Um, I had a thought and that was, is it possible that if, if there was some sort of God being that existed 
outside of our realm of understanding. And that is to say, outside of the four dimensions that we, we have some concept of, uh, meaning time and space, length, width, height, or however you want to say it, and time. What if we were to encounter a being that was not bound by form, nor time? What would that look like? Would we know what we were looking at? I think about that being an artist and the idea of if, if there was a two-dimensional world and we, being three-dimensional beings, tried to interact with the two-dimensional world, would they even be able to see us or comprehend us? What if we, as three-dimensional beings, were to dip our finger into that two-dimensional world? I think about as if I were a two-dimensional being looking across this plane and I saw, and you were to put your finger into my realm, I don't know that I would even have the framework to understand what I was seeing. At best, what I might see is a small line that gets wider and wider, and then as it moves out, it gets smaller and smaller and then disappears again. As far as I would know as a two-dimensional being, it would just be a, maybe a barrier that just appeared or a hole, and then it just disappeared. Be confusing. So the same I would say would be true. If we were to encounter what I'm going to call a fifth dimensional being, would we even know that that's what we were encountering? And the reason I bring that up is to consider the idea of what if the concept of, um, some people talk about things like uh, demigods or angels or things like that. Um, what if the concept of that was able to be connected to the idea of one that was of the fifth dimension, but who came in the form of the third dimension, so that we could actually comprehend what we were seeing. But then they were able to act as an ambassador, if you will, to convey what their world is like, what their dimension is like. Um, it, it just kind of got me thinking about that and going, you know, that could make sense, this idea that people have about, you know, if they've had, you know, these stories that go on in, in different faiths, especially of encountering these otherworldly beings. Now, for those who don't believe in that, you know, you might say, oh, aliens, it's just some other civilization that's more advanced from another place in the universe or whatever. Okay, possibility. I would certainly argue that a being from another dimension is certainly alien to us, um, without it seeming all ET-like, but merely that they are alien in the sense that they are not like us. They are different. They're not human. Um, and so... I think about that in the idea that if a being were fifth dimensional and they sought to communicate with us, but when they kept dipping their fifth dimensional selves into our three dimensional realm, we didn't understand what we were seeing. It was perhaps even scary to us. And so the need for a ambassador that looked like us would make sense. Furthermore, Imagine if we were told that we could, that we 
We were of a fifth dimension, but we were housed within a third dimension form. We were bound by time while we were in this form. Perhaps the idea of that really isn't too foreign when you consider some of these things that we're, we're seeing with quantum theories, quantum physics with quantum entanglement and multiverse and all of these things. Perhaps we have been encountering things that are alien without it being quite so ET or greys or whatever people want to call it in, the, in that regard. Perhaps it's just simply something that we don't understand. And we've seen these things. And if that's true, <clears throat> what if, <clears throat> excuse me, what if this information we seem to receive that comes from we don't know where about things that we don't know how we know, but now we know it, might be coming from a different dimension? What if it's a higher being from a different dimension conveying information that it sees because it is not bound by time and space like we are to us perhaps trying to connect to us to relate to us to be that little voice in our head so that it becomes more familiar to us until the day we, that we actually are able to encounter them and comprehend them crazy sounding perhaps but just a, uh, an interesting mental thought, a mental exercise that I, I thought I would share with you to consider, perhaps, um, as a buffet of ideas and thoughts to consider in the world. Um, things that aren't so much about um, things that cause division as much as things that could be of connection. Things we're all maybe curious about and unsure about and have questions about. At any rate, I certainly welcome your thoughts on that because we're all curious about interesting things in the world and it's nice to be able to share our thoughts and to have our theories and, and to quant, uh, not quandary, <laughs> to question that which we don't understand together. Who knows, maybe we convey information to one another without even sending a message through podcast. <laughs> At any rate, well, my friends, as always, I'm so thankful to have you all here in the community. I'm glad for each and every one of you. And I say hello to you in all the different countries listening in, uh, to our neighbors in the north here, Canada, hello to you, uh, to my listeners in the UK, hello to you as well, uh, in Spain and Denmark and Germany and France, hello to all of you. To my listeners in Slo Slovakia and also in Australia and Italy, hello to all of you. So glad to have you in the community. Um, I hope that you are staying safe with all of the COVID stuff going on. I know some of these uh, countries that I mentioned, y'all have been seeing some rises in numbers. So uh, I certainly hope that you are safe and uh, in good health. Well, my friends, um, as I always say, if you would like to continue to hear these podcasts and you would like to support it, if you are in a position to do so, uh, I welcome you to go to anchor.fm forward slash Joseph hyphen Guzman and the number three 
to go to my Anchor page, and there you'll find a button that says Support. If you click on that button, you can become a monthly supporter of the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. Obviously, for different countries, there's going to be different numbers there, but uh, I only, I'm only familiar more with my currency here. Um, nonetheless, if you'd like to support this podcast and you'd like to keep it uh, fewer ads on it, then by being a monthly contributor, you certainly make it possible for me to do so. Uh, not to mention, it just is a wonderful way for me to know that I am supported and loved by my community, other than the fact that you tune in, uh, because it allows me to continue to upgrade my studio space. Um, currently, I have a phone and a microphone that I bought off of Amazon, and a box with a towel that helps dampen the noise behind the microphone so that it's not so lo loud and and there's not as much background noise going on. Uh, nevertheless, if you also would like to send a message and say hello, uh, as I've always said, I enjoy hearing from you, and it's nice when I get those messages from those of you in the community saying hello. If you would like to be considered as a guest on the podcast, you can send me a message and we can talk about that. Um, and as a final bit of news, I wanted to let you all know that I have... Uh, I was recently talking to a delightful friend of mine um, who is in health and fitness, and uh, we've just been chatting over the last few months uh, back and forth about life and different experiences, and uh, I'm actually going to be having her come on as a guest here soon. Currently, she's in the midst of having to pack and get ready for a move uh, with her fiancé, and... So it'll be a few weeks, but I do have another guest lined up. I think you will enjoy getting to know her as I have. Uh, she's a delightful person. She's very energizing, very motivational. Um, and I, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, you being able to connect with her. Well, my wonderful community, uh, I appreciate you being here. As always, I encourage you to practice kindness to yourself and others, simple things, even as my guest Amanda Martin Tully said, if it's just putting a, a nice little note and leaving it on a bus so someone else finds it and, and connects with you and finds some little bit of cheer, a simple smile, a thank you for something someone does, um, going out of your way to do something nice to help someone uh, in need or someone that may seem like they're just having a rough day. Heck, in this time and day and age, simply making sure that you wash your hands and wear your mask properly and keep distanced uh, helps people to feel better because they feel safer. Um, it's, it's really not so hard to be kind these days if we just really think about it. Uh, well, friends, stay curious, and uh, we will talk to you on the next episode. Bye-bye now.